Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Anyways, well. so here we are. I'm Joshua Osborne. I'm Teague Henderson. Um, and this is episode six of Noob Talk. Neither Teague nor I realized during uh, recording that it was actually, in fact, episode seven. So apologies for the oversight and back to the episode. You know, much as we like to stay away from, I guess, world and or current affairs, like usual, the fact that we just came under pretty serious lockdown rules, right? Yeah. Uh, that are effective as of tonight, 12 o'clock. Yes. Yeah. So you got to uh, get out of here early. <laughs> yeah, totally. We can't um, take the bus. In Quebec, at least, uh, we are now under new uh, enforced, very strict lockdown rules until October 28th, minimum. Uh, probably much longer. I would imagine, yeah. <laughs> we can only assume. We kind of a little bit lack the infrastructure to do a remote podcast at the moment. Yeah. Um, so, you know, who knows what's going to happen. I forgot to add to the list today. I was going to add, uh, I believe it's either the, I mean, we don't have to get into it right now, but it's either the first day or the second day of, you know, Epic versus Apple's lawsuit. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I just, I meant to, like, check real quick if there was yeah, any exciting updates about that. But yeah. speaking of Apple... Rooting for you, Apple. We're rooting for you. <laughs> uh, Epic really just doesn't have a leg to stand on. No, fuck this whole. Yeah, so, I hope they both spend lots of money. Oh, uh, they de- they will definitely both spend lots of money. Yeah, that's a, a minimum minimum guaranteed return on investment. I think is they'll spend lots of money. It's bound to be funny, whatever it is. Yeah, fuck them both. But yeah, coming back to the COVID, I'm going to be getting this show out soon. It's probably going to be the, so we have six episodes. We're going to put all six episodes up. Um, and then in the interim, we're unfortunately, you know, we're going to be on hiatus until either we get ourselves set up for remote uh, or they lift the, the lockdown. Mm. Uh, we'll see. At least we've got some recorded for, for the immediate. Can you not have anybody over? No. Really? Yeah. It's supposed to be your only, you can only see your own family. Hmm. Like, you can only see your own household. There is no, hmm. I'm pretty sure I read the on the, on the Quebec not the Quebec website, it was uh, one of the news sites, but they said specifically the only time in which uh, you can have visitors is if it's like... The caregiver, right? Eh? Yeah, say for example, your dad lives alone, does he? Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, so you, you, your dad is allowed to have one designated visitor because he lives alone. He's not a, in a family. Okay. So anyone who lives alone, I think can... Anyone living alone can choose one person from mm. outside to be their family member, kind of. Okay. And yeah. then you can just see that person. <clears throat> Okay. So if you lived alone, then in theory, you know, we could have maybe used that loophole. Mm-hmm. But um, well, maybe because I'm disabled, you could be my tech caregiver. <laughs> <laughs> you help yeah. me with tech stuff. But you've already got the. Uh... She sucks at tech. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be that laugh is definitely straight up way too loud. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that broke. The, I am, uh... Oh, it for sure broke it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm not. Uh, I'm not good enough at editing yet to know. How to? I know that when, once you get fancy, you can lower the the yeah decibels. Yeah, you can like squash the the range. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Where were we? Uh, uh, COVID. Uh, yeah. So might COVID. be on hiatus for a bit. COVID sucks. Yes. Uh, it's fucking with uh, all the remaining things in my life that I enjoy. This is one of them, and uh, that's all there is to say about it. Fuck COVID. It's pretty annoying. Yep. Yeah. But uh, moving right along, do we do you, do we even want to talk about the the DLC main topic? I like DLCs. <laughs> you Personally, like <laughs> I enjoy most DLCs. It's only you that does it. Teague is, pro, D- Teague is pro DLC. I'm very pro DLC. Uh, yeah, I'm, very I'm not. Pro. I'm not actually anti DLC. I just I heard I heard some people talking about it recently on another podcast I was listening to, and it made me think about. I have mixed opinions. There's been lots of good DLC. I took a minute to write down before I got here some stuff that stands out to me, uh, like Dark Souls One DLC. 
I don't like DLC sometimes because I feel like it inevitably uh, waters down the 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 base game. Yeah, it waters down, or it, it or it just waters down how good a thing is. Like if something comes out and is like a nine on ten game and is incredible, and then you release DLC for it, the DLC almost inevitably sort of not only is not that is not as good as the the main thing. But it its very existence sort of lessens the value of the original thing. That's really to funny. To me. I, yeah, I don't find that at all. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, maybe it's just what we've actually... Like, when Dark Souls DLC came out, I was like... I was really scared because I, I thought Dark Souls was basically a 10 on 10. Okay. It's like perfect, just perfection. Right. So when they announced that, I was like, well, now there's no way it's going to be perfection. Okay. Because it's in, and there's no way it can be as good as the, I mean, come on. I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I appreciate it because... Uh, Tornado was amazing, by the way. I, I don't, yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate it because I don't have to wait for a fucking sequel. Um, it's just I more guess. to the game that I love. Yeah. And if I love it that much to the point that I want more then I'm just usually I'm happy with what they give me I mean yeah. uh, so so often you're kind of starved for more stuff yeah absolutely you're like I would love to get just get more uh, of the... a new level cap you know for example on sure. uh, stuff like the division 2 well before we get really into it I was going to say it, it did occur to me to sort of say at the beginning that there is a bit of a difference in what DLC forms come in mm-hmm. right like I draw a distinction in my mind between like so there's DLC that comes out that is like a large portion of the game so it's a level or it's a or it's a section of the world, but then there's also DLC that's like, we've increased the level cap, we've added new weapons, and to me there's these sort of two really broad kinds of DLC. There's like story DLC where you're adding a zone to explore. It's like you're extending on the main game. Yeah. Really, just add like an add-on to your house. Yeah, a new boss, new level, new yeah. whatever. Whereas the other DLC, say raising level cap, adding weapons, adding enemies, is more like putting more tools in the toolbox. Yeah. And I tend to like that kind of DLC when they just add. Okay. Yeah. For uh, well, the only things I can think of, um, well, not the only things, but um, for Conan, they've mm-hmm. been adding DLC the whole time, right? Uh, and for a long time, well, a lot of the stuff that they added was. New structures, new uh, new armor sets, new weapons, but not really different from the... Like, they look different, but they don't really change all that much in the actual game. And then they added one that, you know, involved uh, horses. So now you could ride a horse, you know? Pretty substantial. And then other times they added some that were new bosses and new levels, which let you craft new things that you learned from these levels. Right. So, like, for example, they added a new dungeon that was like... Uh, water creatures like so you're fighting like fishmen and shit like that and you could learn a new uh, from the dungeon you could learn a new fish trap right that when you made the fish trap it captured a certain type of fish which actually boosted your attributes so it it added like when you ate it yeah when you ate these certain types of fish yeah it was uh, it buffed you know one fish buffed strength one fish Mm. buffed vitality one fish buffed grit so each fish did something and it added a completely new level to, like, it, it was a whole new section of yeah. the game, but it also added a whole lot, actually more content to the game, because right. in PvP, now you could have these buffs that you get from fish that weren't there before. Right. You know, and new weapons, and new, you know, yeah. whatever. So I really appreciate it. And they did that, actually, I think, four times? Um, yeah, I mean, to me, the, that kind of DLC really makes sense. Yeah. And that's not the things I object to. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like, it's really more well, like... Uh, sorry. Uh, oh, go ahead. The, the other difference is um, all of these ones that they added were not paid DLC. 
Oh, fascinating. This was all oh, free, just into the game they throw it. The only paid DLC was the stuff, the new uh, new structures, new armor sets, new stuff like that. Um, and when they introduced mounts, anybody could get a horse, but the DLC, the DLC with that let you... The one that you purchased allowed you to uh, make different saddles and a new type of armor and everything. Mm. But you still... You didn't have to buy anything to play this new part of the game, right? Which I really appreciated, and yeah. uh, and again, I, I think they did it about four times, three or four, sure. and it was yeah. huge. I mean, one of them was like uh, it allowed you to make a new type of weapon, you know, or whatever, like yeah. I- new sets of armor that you yeah. learn from yeah. this new boss. Really, like, kind of invigorating the, pretty, the gameplay. Uh, yeah. E- yeah, and each one, each new addition that they did added something that was pretty. Not essential to PvP, but it really did change the dynamic of it. You know, yeah. so the new meta was not which what is it, what you need in games like yeah. this. You just need an ever changing meta to keep it live. That's that's yeah. yeah, Same thing in Destiny, right? It's like they're constantly tweaking guns, yeah. and all it's doing is like some guns will go down, other guns will suddenly that were never good before are suddenly amazing. Exactly, and it's just like it shakes things up. Exactly, it makes things interesting. Like I, I completely agree with you. Yeah, it's yeah. like so that kind of DLC I absolutely love. Other yeah. stuff. Like where it's just where you pay for but it. It's a very different kind of game, though, right? Like Dark Souls, for example. Yeah, right. Like well, it's primarily I mean, you, single player game. You could play that single player too, you know, um, definitely. But um, actually, now the division as well is, is is multiplayer. But when they added the DLC, it was like I don't know, twenty six, thirty bucks or something. And it was again a new level cap, new areas, new gear. Yeah. They revamped different shit. Yeah. Um, it was a significant. It was another, I think, thirty or. 40 hours of gameplay? Yeah. It was substantial. It's pretty big. Um, yeah. yeah, it was It was. That's big. actually, a, that's a pretty affordable price. I mean, compared to, compared to say, a what Destiny does for their giant expansions. Right. 80 bucks. pretty yeah. good. They're not 80, but... Or 60. Like, Destiny was 80 when it came out, right? And the expansions have been either 60 or, like, 56 or something. Okay. I mean, I didn't feel bad about that price. Like, I, I think it's kind of earned. But I do feel like the division price, particularly, like that's a, that's that was a, that's a tasty, it's that a tasty was, price. Yeah, it was yeah. very, uh, very appealing, and I purchased it day one. A great addition, and pretty much all of the additions to Conan, I've been a hundred percent on board with. Like that, I really appreciated the new, the new dungeons, which brought new weapons, which brought new whatever. You know, it yeah. really did change quite a bit, and uh, and it was kind of slow. Like, I mean, they didn't, they didn't pump them out that fast, but. Every once in a while, there'd be, oh shit, it's a, a new part of the map, a new world, yeah. you know, like whatever. I feel and like in games like that, it's almost strictly additive, though. Like it, it, it almost only helps. Yeah. Like well, how I could mean, it hurt? In yeah, well, you're adding more stuff to it. Now, yeah. Right. Like yeah. I mean, so there was already so much, but now it's like, okay, one dungeon, uh, we're gonna have a. You're gonna learn how to make a new type of weapon, which you can only make with this type of metal that you harvest from this dungeon. Really pretty big updates, and I appreciated them. DLC is a lot different today than it was, say, 10 years ago. Okay. Right? And I'm more down on the DLC of 10 years ago. I didn't even know there was DLC 10 years ago, to tell you the truth. Dude, yeah, totally. I mean, like, Last of Us had DLC, right? Last of Us, is, is that not 10 years old yet? Did it? It's close. I mean, yeah, okay. it totally so no, did. Okay, 10 it years ago, It had, like, ago, three then, yeah. episodes, like, maybe two episodes of pretty substantial DLC hmm. after. That, to me, I mean, they sounded, I mean, by all accounts, they're pretty good. The critical reviews were high, um, but Last of Us was, you know, it's really funny. My girlfriend texted me about Last of Us today, which is really random because it's not in her wheelhouse. Um, but yeah, Last of Us 
was such a perfect experience for me that I could only Im- I, that I didn't want to play DLC after. Okay, like story DLC because okay, I was yeah. like, no, the, the, the game story is finished. was perfect. Yeah, yeah, you played it through, right? No, 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 oh, okay. I never finished it. Well, the ending really puts a a, a very fine capstone on the whole experience. Okay, right? completely like ties it all together Full circle is perfect and leaves you with just like a feeling of like huh wow that's that that was amazing okay it's all wrapped up okay so so uh, you wouldn't want to play so it's like I that's get that. I that's kind of where i'm coming from with like dlc would because sort of mars a, per, a perfect experience i okay i understand what you're saying now yeah, i didn't get it before but it's kind of like when the creators have a vision for their product a side story thing that comes out after sort of inevitably almost by definition has to make the product worse because it's not part of the initial vision. I understand what right? you're saying. I do. Yeah, yeah. I do. And, and I did think of a recent example on the bus over here, um, Resident Evil 7. Right, um, Zoe. It had a bunch of DLC. Mm-hmm. I read about all of it. I played finally one DLC at the end that was like, it was a really substantial one, and it sounded different enough that maybe it it'd be Biohazard cool. Biohazard or something? Or Zoe? Or, I, I don't know. Yeah, Zoe's one of them. Okay. Um, but then they, they made Chris Redfield DLC at okay. the end of the whole thing that was like a pretty big story section where you play as Chris, you have different weapons. It was a little different. And it was okay, but I mean, that DLC just sounded terrible. Right? Well, like, that, no, I'm with you on that. Like, yeah, of it taking away from the actual That kind of game. game. If you have a complete story... To the game, exactly, and you the the story comes to an end. Yeah, then I'm with you. In yeah. a lot of stuff, a lot of games don't have that. Right? No, for like, sure. But the, but yeah, this is why it's a little bit of a dated experience or a dated concept because it does apply more strictly to the games of five ten years ago. But they were all complete packages then, and they were still all getting DLC. Yeah. So they were shoehorning in extra stories, like in left, right, ca- and center. Yeah, in which know? case it would take away from yeah, the perfect... Yeah, it totally makes sense in games like Conan. The Witcher 3. I'm a little bit... Yeah, I guess. The yeah. Witcher yeah. had some of the best DLCs. Uh, like, I enjoyed... The, I fell in love I've with heard the game so much. Yeah. And every time a new part came out, I was just... I was all over it. And yeah. uh, I put in as much time as you possibly could and i was like okay i want to try out every weapon every piece of armor i'm i'm doing it all you know and yeah. uh i loved it like i really appreciated it dark souls w- impressed me because dark souls was the first time for a game that was sort of a complete package to have dlc that i think actually made it maybe even better okay and i was well, really surprised yeah like it's... i mean the level of quality was basically the same as the main game okay and it didn't feel throwaway I mean, the Bloodborne DLC is also incredible. Okay. Like, incredible. Maybe, you know, like, again, maybe m- more fun than I had. But it's hard to say because the Bloodborne DLC was kind of like, same with Dark Souls, but I had already played the game through. Right. Maybe even multiple times. And then the DLC came out way later. So I was just, I loved the game so much, and I was like super happy to just come back into the world. Yeah, I was kind of spellbound the whole time. Right, sort of right. You hadn't had, you hadn't. Well, I don't know. You were still in love with the franchise. Totally, and, and totally. And the fact that there was more was enough to yeah, yeah. keep and, you going. And it, but it was also it was as compelling as the, as the original stuff. Okay. Right? Okay. Like, it wasn't worse. Um, that didn't sound like it held true for Dark Souls 2 and 3's DLC. I didn't even know they had. I read about them a fair bit. There's, like, three packages for each of them, I think. Okay. Um, there was a bunch. Yeah, there was a bunch. Uh, at least three DLCs. Maybe hmm. more? Probably just three. But they, they really sounded pretty just kind of a little bland and uninspired. Okay. I don't know. Not like the other, like not like original Dark Souls DLC, Artorias of Abyss. 
and uh, Bloodborne DLC, the old Hunters. Uh, okay. Not like those ones, you know. Hmm. Uh, and they were very... I still appreciate the way that, like, Dark Souls 1 with Artorias of the Abyss and Bloodborne with old Hunters, they just did one DLC, and then and that, that was, was it. it. Okay. They also, they didn't, like, try and, like, really... It, to me, it felt very... Like, with the three DLCs of Dark Souls 2 and 3, it felt very, like, just stretched out. Yeah, okay. Like, it felt very cash-grabby. You know? Yeah. Or well. just, not cash-grabby, but just, like, trying to milk something that's... Yeah. Like, it's had its time. Yeah, fair know? enough. Gen Zero DLC, uh, I guess I might as well talk about that right now. Yeah. But, you know, I just completed Gen Zero. It was amazing. But I'm still a little torn about... Uh, I don't know, because I haven't tried the DLC yet. I finished everything in the main game. Still haven't touched the DLC uh, story, so I've got that one one mission marker left. Okay, that's okay. We're starting the DLC. I don't know how I feel about uh, DLC in Gen Zero. Like, yeah, I'm not sure. You yeah. know, like I'm on the fence. Yeah, uh, um, I mean, if you've if you've already got your fill of it and you've you don't feel the need to play more, then yeah. it may not be necessary. You know, like, yeah, because uh, Gen Zero by itself is like a game that you can can kind of keep playing a bit. You can, yeah. You know, so it, like, I think, it but we I didn't get to that point. Need, you know, like uh, yeah. But I feel like I could probably still have fun with you without needing story missions yeah, existing, you know? definitely, definitely. So I'm not sure if that's going to help or not. I don't okay. know. I just don't know, yeah, right? fair enough. Uh, I mean, Phoenix Rising I'm a little bit more into because it... Really? Yeah, because like your Conan stuff, it adds just general world things. Right, a new right? A new take. You can do things differently now. Yeah, you know, yeah. Which yeah. is nice. Um, yeah, I'm a lot more into that kind of deal. You know another one I jotted down to? Breath of the Wild DLC? Zelda oh, Breath okay. of the Wild? Mm-hmm. That DLC sucked. Yeah, uh, it fucking sucked, okay. and it also was one of the classic examples of. I can't remember if I edited this out of the previous episode of the podcast or not. I was trying to explain to you how sometimes, like in Gen Zero, when they add the marker when you buy the DLC, they immediately put it on right. the map. Yeah, I, I don't like that. No, like I don't like the overloading of information in games. Yeah, and it tends to bug me when they put giant markers being like "Go here." You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It bugs me in any game, and it especially bugs me. When I buy a DLC and it immediately slaps me in the face with the... Yeah, the You know? Yeah. I don't know. I just... I'm not a fan. Like, I love in Dark Souls and, and Bloodborne DLC. They're they're so expertly handled. Like, the way to access the DLC is there's, a, there's like, a hidden story part of the world somewhere that you can go and access. It's the same in Conan. Yeah. It's the same. But it doesn't scream at you. No. You have to either look it up or find it. Yeah, that's you know? the thing. Like, in Conan, you, you wander to a place and it's a door. No marker or anything indicating that you can interact with it and you press yeah. a button and all of a sudden you're taken to a different world you yeah know? like it's yeah. like now you're in a dungeon you know there, like... there were these cthulhu statues in bloodborne okay that would kill you previously in the game but now if you found this new item that was added and hidden with when the dlc came out if you had that item on you when this one statue would crush you it would actually bring you to a different world okay and very so cool just like really very neat, cool like, yeah super super yeah. cool very neat uh, but anyways so yeah i'm just not a fan of the method of like the way gen zero puts the immediate big marker okay and is no. like i mean i guess you know i say that and i'm like in my head i don't know how else they'd do it that would be less intrusive like yeah, found well, the side mission in a house so you have to activate right? the mission uh, or something, you know. Because well, like, usually in Gen Zero, you have to find the missions. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. not all in your log immediately. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, that's the part that I don't like about it. Okay. Uh, and Breath of the Wild was horrible for that because when you bought the DLC, it, first of all, I think it was three expansions in one. Okay. Like they didn't come out at the same time, but you paid for all of them. Oh, okay. So if you if you buy it later, then you just get a dump of all three right, of them at right. once. And it immediately flooded my quest screen with with shit. Uh, okay. Like it was just a, it added a giant list of like go do this, go do this, go do this, go. Do this. And I'm like, God, like no, like yeah, most okay. of it being total BS stuff that I had no interest in doing. Right. I don't know that that DLC burned me pretty hard. It just, okay. It was just it felt very like 
Yeah, it made you not like DLC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Left a bad taste in your mouth. Pokemon DLC, I wrote that down. I, I feel like that's a, that's a giant rant if we get into that, so maybe we shouldn't. But okay. Basically, it's just like they didn't release a lot of the old school Pokemons in, okay. the, in the new game. Oh my god. And they just saved it for DLC. And they're just total fuckers about it. Yeah, well. Uh, but like the classic ones, like you remember uh, Bulbasaur? You probably know who Bulbasaur is, right? It's got a bulb of like almost garlic on top of him. You know Blastoise? You must know Blastoise. Dude, I don't know any Pokemon. I know Pikachu. Come on, man. Charizard? Okay, Charizard is the dragon, right? I know Pikachu. The Red Dragon. Charizard? No? No, no, but you I never... never saw a cartridge I, for the Game Boy one? No. On original Game Boy, he was on the cartridge. Charizard. The, the cartridges were red and blue. They were the first multicolored cartridges for Game Boy. So Blastoise, you're just going to have to take my word for it. He's a super famous Pokemon. Okay. He's been there since the original game. And he wasn't in the... Uh... When he came out, it was the Charizard Pokemon cartridge and the Blastoise Pokemon cartridge. And you either got Blastoise or you got Charizard. You couldn't have both, right? Like... <laughs> And those were the, like, amazing ones. Okay. So they're not in this one. They're being added through DLC. That's bullshit. Basically, the, the OG ones. That's, that, like, everyone that's bullshit. Wants. That's, it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah that is not bad. good. That's a good DLC. It's just something that really should have been in the main game. Yeah. No, you know? I, I like, hear you. It's not a bad DLC. It's just, like... It doesn't need to be DLC. It's just kind of shitty of their part. And, and they're yeah. charging for it? It's paid? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck oh, for that. Sure. That's, it, that's I mean, dude, it's like it's like making the Marvels game and being like, oh, you know, Thor and the Hulk and Iron Man, they're all DLC. Yeah. You know, they're in the Avengers, but... You can only play as Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> Is he even in the Avengers? I don't, I don't even uh, fucking know. <laughs> I mean, he, he's in the movies. Uh, yeah, uh, he probably is. Who knows? I mean, you can fuck. only play as Hawkeye. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's kind of what they're doing with the, this current Avengers, but they're at least... I think it's at least free. What? Oh, it's maybe not. DLC? Spider-Man is, uh, Spider-Man's not in the base game, but he's coming free to PlayStation only. Yeah, but he's not really an Avenger. No, but he's Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, who cares if he's an Avengers Spider-Man? Right? No, no, but it's an Avengers game, you know? Like, well, that's true. We're the yeah. Avengers in the Spider-Man game, you know? Like, who fucking cares? Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Probably, I mean, like, Probably. <laughs> more than likely. It's very but... incestuous, the Marvel Universe. Yeah. I don't really uh, yeah. But I think the other ones maybe are paid. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Yeah. which is a little, I don't know. It's shitty. It's shitty. It's kind of shitty. Yeah. Well, they with For Honor, I know they did it uh, a bunch of times, their DLC... It was like a new character, you know? It's like, so you want to play as this new character? It's like, yeah. you've got to get the DLC. And uh, <laughs> it's just like, fuck you, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, no, fuck no. you. I mean, I want to play as a new character, but I don't want to pay fucking another 30 bucks to do it. Sometimes like, I do, you know? It depends. It depends. Uh, I, yeah, depends. I mean, like... It depends on... It actually usually often depends on how much goodwill they've generated. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, a lot pretty of the time, it'll, it'll come down to, do I really like this developer and what they did with the game? Maybe I'm pretty willing to pay for it. And this is stuff, Ubisoft? Yeah. And absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Fuck Ubisoft. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, no. Can't I mean, say, I, can't say I, I disagree. I, I love the Assassin's Creed games, like, the later ones. They're up there in, like, top games for me, but, like... <sighs> fuck Ubisoft with a rusty knife. Um, like... <laughs> they, they make a uh, division, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, <laughs> that sounds pretty. They sound pretty nice. Their division DLC. Yeah, the division DLC like was decent. Pretty well. No, that was handled pretty well. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. uh, I think they did the. Yeah, I think they handled it all right. There were complaints. I don't even remember. Sure. Uh, I mean, I actually I thought of one last one too. Um, just a, a little bit different kind of DLC, but there's this game I played called Wizard of Legend. Right. I can't remember if it's Wizard of Legend or Wizards of Legend. Doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, it's funny because I've been playing a ton of Hades, right? And right. Hades seems to be straight up Wizard of Legend. Okay. Like 5.0. 
Okay. Like just like a really, really, I you know, it really bugs me. But my my um, my best friend, he does not like Wizard of Legend. Okay. He's like a po- he's like anti the game. <laughs> I played a bunch with him. I think it's fantastic. I was opposed to it to begin with first at, at first, but then I really got into it, and now I love it. Uh, it's just like two player co op mayhem. Okay. Super fun. Like Double Dragon, sort of. It's hard to. It's isometric. Oh. Okay. It's like dashing around on a screen, dodging enemy bullets, and like. Almost like a, a tamer bullet hell shooter. Like an enemy-based version of that. Okay. It's really neat. It's two players. It's cooperative. It's like, you know, you die and your run's over. You go back to the beginning. But you slowly unlock more powers as you go. Okay. You yeah. try different combinations of spells. And, like, they all sort of, like, interact with each other in weird ways, right. kind of. And, like, there's very much... There's builds in the game. Yeah. Like, you can build your guy to be a... a like, I'm the close-range lightning build... Or this is the long distance fire build, right? You know, whatever. Right. I hear you. Um, the game's dope. I, I love it. Okay. It's like twenty bucks too. It's super cheap. It's on everything. PS4, Switch. Okay. You know. Uh, but yeah, Wizard of Legend. They released DLC. That's just to, to counterpoint the other stuff we're talking about. That's completely free, and they've just been steadily adding to the game since nice. it came out. Nice. You know, they're yeah. super amazing. Yeah. That I completely like. I, I don't know. I think yeah. it's. I think it's really great when they when they add to. A finished product and don't charge for it. Mm-hmm. I think that's like it's amazing. That's unbelievable. I mean, how much more likely does it make you to buy charged charged content too? Right? Oh, fuck. like if they then I'll, release later, oh, uh, I'll pay whatever. Like I don't give a shit. Exactly. I mean, that, yeah. this is the good faith yeah. that you're talking about. You know, like totally, this, totally. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not only have they been con- like Wizard of Legend has been constantly tweaking balance, right? Like fixing bugs, mm. fixing balance issues. Like this spell does too much damage. This spell does too much right, damage. Right. And adding like here's twenty new spells in the game. Here's right. another thirty new spells in the game. It's like it's at the point where it's like a dizzying array of like yeah yeah yeah. Play. And that's why I don't mind spending on Conan, and I always will. Like anytime they put something else out for money. I mean, there's a few that I haven't bought, but yeah. I've bought a lot of their uh, their extra stuff, which is purely cosmetics. Sure, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I buy it because. They put the fucking time into this new content, and yeah. you know I'm supporting them. Yeah, like I'm totally. I'm all for giving them my twelve bucks totally, or thirteen totally. bucks for a new outfit just to see. You know, like yeah. I, I don't give yeah. a shit. Like yeah. uh, it's pretty much how I felt about the Gen Zero <coughs> DLC too, right? Yeah, like, just yeah, wanted yeah. to support them for sure. You know, no, didn't that's... care too much about what was actually in the package. Yeah, no, I'm like, with you. I'm with yeah, you. I yeah. uh, I mean, I yeah, I haven't played much of it, but I may get it anyways. Yeah. You know, just because. Why not? Like I, yeah. I want to support them. Yeah, you know? and uh, yeah. I mean, I think I'm, I'm I'm on a hiatus for a while after finishing the game. I wanted to uh, like to get to a good point to like mm-hmm. stop, and but now I'm pretty happy that it's there. Okay, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, like the story is like they do wrap the story up Fairly somewhat well. nicely. Right. Um, but if yeah, it's kind of a different thing. I think it's talking about like a group of survivors or something. Okay. Whereas the main story of Gen Zero is sort of I guess to do more with. What at the end at least is to do more with what the actual robots are than, right. than like where the people are or whatever. Yeah, well, the, yeah, um, yeah. And it looks like the DLC talks more about a group of survivors. Okay, or that's a specific cool. survivor. I'm not sure. Yeah. That's cool. But um, well, I might yeah. get that too. Uh, yeah. Just uh, for the hell of it. Yeah. Show support. I guess we talked so much about it. I might as well say also the other things I've been playing. I, I did some Zelda: Link's Awakening. Right. Um, that was super good. I I was a little hard on that game to begin with frustrated by the really high price tag on that so Zelda Link's Awakening right it's it's a remake of a Game Boy game from like 90 I don't know 5 2 I'm gonna guess but a really old uh, you know OG Zelda OG Game Boy game yeah 
Uh, that was, again, an $80 price tag, which is a little steep. I think so. But in the case of Link's Awakening, it's a little bit easier to see why um, they could charge a price like that because the graphics the graphics were completely redone. Okay. Like, it, it's the same levels in the same places, but the whole thing is overhauled. Like, it looks completely different than it used to. I mean, it was a 2D Game Boy. Yeah, so it kind of has With to no be. color, and it's now 3D... Still top down, but it's 3D with all color and like some enemies look different, you know, okay. whatever. Um, the music from the game is completely redone by like a symphony orchestra and it's incredible. Okay. It's like all, it's, it's just completely legit tributes to the, like it's exactly the original music. Okay. Just redone just... in a crazy orchestral nice. way. Nice. So it, it is modified heavily, you know, okay. like it's still a remake of an old game. It's not a new thing. Yeah, I felt the, the 80 bucks was a bit, was a bit steep. And there's some like there's some caveats to old the old way that games were made in the game that I don't like. Okay. Like stuff like, you know, text boxes appear way too fucking often. Okay. Like every time you collect uh, sometimes enemies drop a Triforce which gives you double damage for like 30 seconds okay. or an Acorn which gives you half damage for 30 seconds and so the first time you pick up one of these they tell you like okay this gives you double damage for 30 seconds but then that message pops up every single time you get one in the game even when you're on your 150th Acorn or okay, 300th yeah. Acorn yeah. it's like guys you know like, I know I know. Like, I can <laughs> skip the text box by pressing B, but I still have to press B a couple times. Right. And yeah. it takes me out of the gameplay to do that. Yeah. You know? I actually at first thought, I was talking to uh, Matt about this a lot, I thought you couldn't skip dialogue oh. <clears throat> to begin with, and I was furious, because I was like, how can this... But somehow I must have not been pressing the B button. I was uh, pressing the wrong button to try and... Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I know Nintendo is also a little unintuitive in terms of, like, they don't go with a lot of the conventions of, like, modern... The way in every game, uh, Circle is usually, like, the crouch button. Like, Square is reload. Conventions? Yeah. Like, yeah, they've yeah. got conventions. Like, you pick up Gen Zero, it's not going to be different than Destiny. Not really. You know? Like, no. the same buttons are going to be crouch and aim and jump in a lot of cases. Yeah, more or less. Right? But more I, or less. I mean, aim, shoot, re- I Yeah, yeah. Reload. I feel like Nintendo, for some reason, they just they have a different button for cancel hmm. than it is in, uh, in PlayStation's ecosystem. Okay. They use slightly fucked up things like that where they're just, they're different to be different, kind of. Okay. Well. You know? Anyways, uh, so for some reason I wasn't pressing the right skip button. But thankfully, you can skip the dialogue. I was really, I was livid when I thought you couldn't skip the dialogue. Fuck yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, and because the dialogue is like, it's painfully slowly delivered, right? Mm. I mean, it's a Zelda game, so there's like really slow text crawls. I can only imagine. Yeah, yeah. But minor annoyances aside, um, yeah, the game is really, it's really solid. Uh, it's basically as good as it was in '92, okay. you know. Okay. And it was, it was like a ten on ten Zelda game to me then. Okay, it still oh. is now. Nice. You know. nice. Yeah, the movement's a little slow. That's that's a tough thing to get your head around. It's the same speed as it was in, in okay, 92. Okay, so yeah, it's not that um, it, yeah, it hasn't been slowed down. It's just... It no, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's just... it's uh, So that takes getting used to, but after playing for a while, it didn't bother me that much. Okay. And yeah, aside from that, I've just been playing Hades. Hades. Uh, yeah. It's real good. Nice. You know, not that much to say about it. I mean, it... I think I'm less impressed by it than all the other people are. I still think it's amazing, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know... Like I don't, I actually don't think it's Super Giant's best game, like because it's it's rated the highest on Metacritic, right? Yeah, in their in all their stuff they've released. But I feel like this is less inspired of a of a production than their other stuff, mostly okay. because it's like it's not designed to be a story that goes from start to finish. Okay, you know, like it's it's a a repeating loop. It's a roguelike. 
right? Okay. So you die and you go back to the beginning. You do the run again. You're just trying to get further and further in this dungeon until you can eventually make it out. Okay. There's like, I mean, I don't know how many, but I assume probably four bosses. I've I just beat the second one for the first time today. Okay. After like you know 25 attempts or 30 attempts or whatever. Um, yeah. See that that I I can't I can't do that. Like I can't just the loop. No, no, the loop. I don't mind so much. It's the the twenty five attempts at a boss. Like after about I, five or ten, I just get annoyed. You know, like yeah, it depends. It depends yeah, on the I boss, I guess. Yeah. But like it was that way in Dark Souls. I only did the third one. Yeah. Neo, all of these games, bosses where you really have to learn their movement and yeah. when to do what, and it's trial and error. I don't know. I just found it. I I, I get annoyed by it. Yeah. Um, after a certain amount of time like yeah. uh, I don't have the patience to do it I, over and over and over I think I know what you mean and I wouldn't think I would have it either except for the fact that the thing they really do do well is that the core gameplay is just super super fun okay so it's that that makes you want to keep playing okay yeah. rather than like you're focused on the co- the gameplay being fun and not on the boss being annoying right okay. if that makes yeah. sense yeah like I the boss so. is kind of annoying and I, I hear what you're saying like because I I did try that boss like maybe eight times, which is, I guess, not that many compared to the amount of times I tried the previous boss. <laughs> right. But um, I was starting to get pretty annoyed with it. But then I would start a run again and I would just start enjoying the combat again and I would sort of forget about the fact that I there's this obstacle at the end that I can't really get past. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. It's weird. Like The only thing I can think of is the Surge 2 and the first sort of tutorial boss. Uh, and I hadn't played the Surge in a while and uh, I tried it out and... Uh, yeah, he kicked my ass hard the first couple of times. But again, I I, I wasn't in the, the groove of that type of game, you yeah. know? And um, I uh, I turned it off after, I don't know, five or six tries, and I was just like, oh, whatever, I'll take a break. And then the next day, I got into it a bit more. I tried it one, one time, failed, and then I just ground a bit, practicing some some new techniques trying out a couple of different things on some bad guys before him and uh, went back and beat him on my second try. Those Souls games? Because Surge is 100% a Souls game. It is. Those games, they have something in them that just works that way where you kind of have to put them down at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and It's something to do with the, the, the coordination between like your reaction time to certain it's, movements. It's like physical brain versus like your your mental part of your brain is processing things. Yeah, and it shuts off at a certain point where yeah. you're not progressing. It and does. you're not learning yeah. from your mistakes anymore. You're just getting frustrated. Yeah, so you need to take a break. You're face planting over and over again. Yeah, but yeah. it's funny because sometimes you just need to take a step back and, yeah. and try it again yeah. with a clear head. And yeah. you're like, why did I have such a hard time with this? It's so um, weird. The amount of times, same here, playing Dark Souls, that I would get super frustrated by a boss, try like 15 times, be like, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? I can't do this. Like, second try the next time. Exactly. Or even first try. Yeah. And just like, oh, that wasn't that bad. It's because it's like, your brain is still processing yeah. everything and yeah. coming up with different approaches, I guess. Yeah. You know, even when you're not... It almost makes me think of, it. like, you know, like in martial arts or something, like, you know, or any sports, when they, like, shadow sport, they, they're just, like, practicing, like, in the air with their yeah, mind, yeah, kind yeah, of. muscle memory. The yeah. fact that it still does stuff, even yeah. though you wouldn't think that it would, because you don't have the physical object in front of you, the right. stick, or, like, the fists, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, like, but it still does, yeah, it feels kind of similar to that, almost, where... Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, step away from it, and let your brain come up with a, a new approach, and then yeah. a, a pro- attack it with a... 
clean mind, you know, and yeah. uh, and it goes a lot better because yeah. like you get into a a ditch, you know, where you're just like yeah, fucking really yeah, oh, goddamn it, and you, God, you know, just pissing me right off. Oh man, I I can't I I'm, I don't think I'm gonna be able to remember right now, but I I did have a almost throw the controller across the room moment. A couple days ago. Oh, and what? I Hades? can't remember what it was. It was probably Hades. I remember the feeling more than I do the actual game. Okay. It can't have been Gen Zero. Like, there's nothing in Gen Zero that's that frustrating. No, I don't think so. Not really. Yeah. I mean, you die, but whatever. Yeah. That's, uh... Oh, anyways. So, uh, so yeah. So, you've been playing Surge 2. Surge 2, yeah. I just got it the other day on sale. Um, and uh, I had a lot of fun with the first one. I really was excited for the second when it came out, but... Wasn't game to spend eighty but eighty dollars on it, but then yeah, it was down to twenty bucks or something, and I figured it's time. And uh, oh that's man, that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, down from eighty bucks to twenty, yeah. like uh, yeah. come on, it's not gonna get much better than that. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. it may actually, it may become a it PS may, Plus yeah, game knows, or something, you know. But oh, yeah, I don't mind. Yeah. Again, I don't mind spending some money on it. Like yeah. I, they deserve it. They've earned it. I mean, it's uh, there's enough to it. Uh, like I've already gotten my twenty bucks worth out of two days or three days or something yeah you know? like uh but that's I'm, interesting i'm definitely gonna get more into it do you think that uh would you be at this point in time would you be frustrated if you had paid 80 or still happy do you think no i think i'd be okay with it yeah i think yeah, I interesting yeah. i feel like um, i don't know if you took much look at the reviews of the game like yeah, two versus get, the first one uh, yeah it didn't get great uh it's a little bit there's, still pretty good but a bit less like a bit lower scores than the first one it's weird i watched a couple of different takes on it one one review i watched actually like really praised it yeah like it was like high fucking praise i was surprised yeah. actually yeah. um and then uh others have talked quite a bit of shit about it um but uh i i have to say i lean more towards the praise um hmm. i do have to admit that yeah like the first one some of the it, it doesn't seem like there was any improvement whatsoever on graphics Okay, yeah. Um, whatsoever, maybe even a slight downtick uh, okay. in it, uh, maybe. But I haven't yeah. played the first one in a while, so yeah. I, it could just be how I see it. But I feel like it's not as... It's, so not only the graphics didn't get better, but more that they don't look perhaps as nice as the first one? Maybe. Maybe, maybe, it's, the, maybe it's the environments. The, there's something wrong with the visuals, or something slightly off. Something is slightly off. The combat system is significantly better. Um, oh, well, and that's the, important. Yeah. yeah, and the combat system was good in the first one. Yeah, um, so I heard. Yeah. Like, it was very good. This, it's a lot faster paced than it was. I'm really digging it. Like, hmm. uh, yeah, Interesting. I'm really enjoying it. I haven't gotten yeah. very far, you know, in just sure. uh, a couple of hours. And, uh, but that's great, man. I mean, listen, it's a, you know, a single-player game. I love these kind of games. Like, this, yeah. that sort of thing's my bag. I think you'd get a kick out of it, actually. I was intrigued when it came out, but it's something doesn't work for 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 me. No, yeah, that's but fine, uh, I have really high standards with Souls games. The combat in Soul, the the Dark Souls games, like I I, I do see the appeal to it, but the slowness of your attacks a lot of the time. Yeah, and the the sort of not cooldown on your attack, but just the the wind up and like uh, yeah, the and animations the after, themselves like. W- you know, follow throughs yeah and you stay there for a second so you can still take a shot you know like yeah it's not fast-paced combat um no that's true it, it there is definitely something to it for sure yeah this game i feel like has a little more it, the first one was more like that more like the dark souls slower paced, paced. yeah but this one i feel like they really 
stepped it up a notch. It's different. It's it's <laughs> very different. I don't know. I, you like it better? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it better than the Dark Souls combat. Sure. Um, and do you like it better than Surge 1's combat? Yeah. Yeah. I do. I so do. you prefer the faster pace? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I hear tons of people say the exact same stuff that you do when they talk about Dark Souls. I guess it must just be personality because it's it would never even occur to me to call the Dark Souls combat slow. I don't even process it like that. Hmm. You know, like I it's just it's the combat and it's amazing. Well, but I never thought of it as slow. I never cuz it was it was so immediately gratifying and perfect and amazing when I first tried it that it never occurred to me to even frame it that way kind of. Okay. But yeah. when people say that after the fact and I think about it I'm like it makes total sense. It is slow. Well, from the time you hit the attack button to the time that your attack actually hits, mm-hmm. you're talking seconds. But for, it's, <laughs> I, I just never... It so never seemed like a problem to me. It's not a problem. It's its, its own thing. I like, guess, um, yeah. It, it's its yeah. own style. And it's, Maybe it just struck me as the perfect style to begin with, and that's why I never thought about it. I don't know. It's really cool, and it's like it's unique, but you really have to take into account, again, the wind-up, the... Yeah. It oh, really sure. focuses a lot on your stamina. I love how some weapons, in, in, in particular in Dark Souls 2, they have like, like some of the really oversized clubs or axes mm-hmm. like giant giant fucking like you should not I've be able to seen, pick yeah. up <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Them, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah like they have crazy the character really viscerally like winds up to slam it into exactly, the ground you know? and it's stuck on the ground for a second while he's trying to pick the damn thing back exactly. up exactly and, and it it's, like sense. it's realistic kind of it's yeah, cool like sure. i don't yeah no it's very neat and uh and again it's but there's like daggers and like like you know, little straight swords and shit too, right? That are like pretty quick. Significantly faster, yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yeah. Big differences in the uh, speeds of of weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I mean this too, like uh, the surge as well. Like there there are weapons that take four fucking ever to swing. Yeah, like, I saw uh, some of the enemies swinging those around. It's pretty cool. Really, like you need to time it. Yeah, you know? like uh, so when they're at this distance. You have to start your swing before they start theirs, depending on what weapon they have, because they might swing faster than you. You know, like, there's, yeah. there's a lot to it. And Dark oh, Souls really is cool, sort of man. the same, you know? Yeah, like it, totally, totally. I mean, if you see... They well, did you this. feel that Bloodborne was faster? Because a lot of people said that well, they took issue with the fact of it was the slowness in Dark Souls, mm. and they preferred Bloodborne because... I never noticed, but they preferred Bloodborne because it was faster paced. Bloodborne was faster, but I didn't yeah. do that much of it. Yeah, I but I, yeah. I do remember it being faster. It did have the same thing in terms of the wind-up on big weapons and shit. Yeah. Uh, so there were some similarities, but there were... I feel like it was less... Yeah, no, it's true. The the removal of the ability to block in Bloodborne really uh, changed dramatically changed the feel mm. of the game. Yeah, okay, because yeah. there's just dodging, so right? That really speeds things up a lot. Yeah, there's just dodging in Bloodborne. Yeah. Okay, there was there's no, no shields. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, like right. Dark Souls, a lot. Most of the combat would be sword and board. Right? Yeah, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, I never got yeah. the hang of the parry in uh, Dark Souls. Neither did I. I, 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 I just seen, blocked. I've seen people. It's too hard, man. I've seen people. Dude, I tried. That are experts at it. I tried for a long it's time. It's the timing that you need to perfect. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's Most the, of the, the PvP experts, they were all like, oh, yeah. but super it's, good parriers. It's yeah. the same thing with the search. Right. Uh, it, it's the timing. Like, if you go a fucking half second too early or too late, you're yeah. getting hit by it. Yeah, um, yeah. So, you're not only fucking up the parry, but you're also taking maybe extra damage kind of thing. Yeah, almost. well, yeah, yeah it's... It, it's in Dark weird. Souls, you could. You would take extra damage if you fucked it up just barely. Oh, nice, <laughs> It was nice. even worse. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Kinda, kinda that's neat. very cool. I mean, yeah. it's, it, I like it. Uh, yeah, well, me too. Actually, in yeah. uh, Ghost of Tsushima as well, when you do mm-hmm. the initial challenge or whatever, 
and you kind of walk towards the bad guys and they, they come out and then you wait until they attack you and then you have to press triangle. Yeah, pretty much you one-shot kill them. Right. But only if... It's like Edo mode kind of? Yeah, it is. It's exactly that. But if you go too soon or too late, then you take fucking... You almost die uh, yeah, in one yeah. shot. You know, like... Uh, that's cool. Yeah, very neat. Yeah, so, that, like... That's good. I like that. Get that fucking yeah. timing right, you know? Like, it's a really uh, nice risk-reward system. Very cool, yeah. you know? This, not so much, I don't think. It, you really have to take into account what weapon they're using and time it accordingly because like it's not the fucking same you know like yeah. from when one person is swinging at you to when another guy is depending on what they're using you need to fucking parry at a completely different time you know totally. like if yeah. you do it uh it's uh it, there's it's an art you know yeah. like there's there's yeah. something to it and it's very cool and i really yeah, appreciate great. it i really like that you're getting into it i mean it's uh i'm happy whenever i see anyone playing a, a dark souls like game yeah right uh, also you know you you've been playing a lot of multiplayer stuff late, lately yeah it's nice to see people take a break of uh a little change of pace of like the you know the genre or whatever yeah right yeah, you know, yeah that's yeah. that's always good yeah. it, well i did i did really enjoy the first one randomly like i just liked sci-fi i was like oh it looks True. cool yeah. didn't know anything about the dark souls games um so when i got it i was just like fuck this uh this is like way too fucking hard like yeah. what is going on i was thinking you know you could go hit for hit with bad guys you yeah. know sort of yeah at least at the beginning yeah you know uh you're, no. you're tackling tackling it like double dragon to begin with sort of, of you know, like, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah totally, like, totally just trying to learn and mean. like shit but it's like no this doesn't fucking work you got to use that block yeah. you have to fucking yeah. get out of the way just get steamrolled like, every time every until you the, <laughs> finally try and adapt yeah. the simplest weakest little fucking robot yeah. will spank you uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah if you're not 100 if you're not acting accordingly and yeah no i appreciated it cool it really did yeah and yeah the second one i gotta say i really enjoy i think it's uh, it's a very cool game that's great man the only yeah. complaints i have so far again there is something up with the it's not as visually impressive as the first one yeah which is just kind of weird to me I, I would have to take side by sides I mean I, you were showing it to me I was kind of like I, I don't like the visual style of the game that much to begin with I think but I can't really remember what the first one looks like versus the second one they did improve the combat system they they really stepped up the the crafting looting like all kinds of stuff they really did the loot, looting, looting sounds good they improved a lot but I don't think they focused any on that, and they may have had to take away from the graphics to incorporate this shit. You yeah. know, like I don't know, but yeah. I mean, it's only like a seven gig game or something. It's not yeah. big. It's, yeah, uh, it looks like a too. pretty like you know sort of kind of budget studio ish. I don't, mm. I don't know. I mean, Focus. I don't really know what the studio. Yeah, um, Focus Interactive. Focus Interactive was the publisher, but the developer is Deck Thirteen. Ah, that's yeah, it. Deck, Deck 13, Thirteen, and they do fucking random ass shit. I mean, they seem pretty active, but they don't really do big stuff. Okay. Lords of the Fallen, that was a big game. Oh, yeah. Dude, no wonder. I couldn't couldn't remember what that game was. I bought that game for like 20 bucks. I don't know. It was. Oh, you did buy it? Oh, yeah. That's one of those games that I constantly look at in the store. Always like, eh, no. (laughs) But. Pretty sure I bought it on disc. Oh wow! Okay. You want to try it out? Um, no, <laughs> I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, very. Uh, it, now that you mention it, like, yeah, it's, it's exactly yeah the same kind of thing. It's it is Dark Souls, like right. because it's fantasy, right? Totally. Yeah. Um, I didn't get into it because 
I didn't, I hadn't gotten into the Surge yet. I couldn't get into, I hadn't done Dark Souls or anything. That whole style of game was just like beyond me. Yeah. And it, you know, so I tried Uncharted it out. territory. I tried it out and I was just like, fuck this. Like, uh, yeah, no, yeah. but uh, I may actually try it again now. Yeah, that, interesting. Yeah. Now that I know I mean, that it's them. I only wasn't trying it. Be- yeah, no, totally. I, I only wasn't trying it because I somehow, I, I, for some reason I was under the impression that it just wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. What you know? How exactly I got that impression? I remember, I remember reading a lot of reviews when I when it came out. Looked at it thoroughly and was just like, eh, maybe not. But yeah. uh, listen, I mean, you know, I didn't actually try it. So I'm going to try it again. Actually, yeah. I'm going to dig it out and fucking try. Yeah, it. it looked really slick. Yeah, I remember always thinking this looks incredible, but then I would always go in a review and then they would say a lot of just so so stuff about it. But it definitely it demonstrates really well visually. Okay, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think that about wraps up what we're playing. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Little break. Yeah, sounds good. I mean, I enjoyed Transformers when I was a kid. Sure, triggers a lot of nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like hey, notes E-Man for me, too, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. Awesome. You know, Conan too actually did <laughs> yeah, that for me. Totally, um, totally, totally. Do you do you remember the cartoon Conan? No, I I, I don't oh. think I even knew there was a Conan cartoon. Oh yeah, back in the day, twenty years ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was a cartoon on Fox or something. There was like, a lot of cartoons twenty years ago. BattleTech cartoon. Do you know about that? That's like the giant mech universe. No. Mech warrior video games? Giant mech Japanese. Armored Core is the only ones I remember. Oh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. For me, Armored Core is more obscure than Battletech. But yeah, most people know Armored Core. Well, that was, I think, PS1 or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That was the Did first one. Did you play one. that first PS1 game? Oh, fuck yeah. That game is amazing. I played the fucking love that game. hell out of that thing. Dude, that's, it's, I think it's the best mech game I've ever played. It's a like, very good game. It's amazing. It's it a has very good awesome game. story. The mission structure is amazing. The crafting. Yeah, the crafting. The cra- the, everything. That was the first time I actually ever got into crafting. You had to like find stuff in the like like certain weapons too. Yeah, you had yeah. to find them in levels, and there was no way to buy them. Dude, it was a very cool game. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They did a couple. We should later. we should have Matt on the show sometime to talk about Armored Core. He was a huge Armored Core oh, fan. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck it. I, I played the. I, he was like super good at the PvP. Okay. Yeah, like really good. At the, and he, I played him a few times. Like okay. he like challenged me to PvP matches, and he just fucking destroyed me. Like it was, it was embarrassing. Yeah. Well, like he was toying with me like every time. You know? Usually that's the case the when case. you play PvP and you <laughs> play somebody that doesn't. Um, it's a different game, dude. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it not really the same is. thing. It really is. Uh, all right. So we have some. Brief news things to discuss here. Yeah, we, we we were actually gone for two weeks this time, so I'm a little bit sort of tired of hearing slash talking about this. But I guess I don't know. Do you want to talk about the the Microsoft Zenimax thing recent, like briefly? I mean, it's, I feel like there's not that much to say really that is. hasn't been said already. Microsoft you know? bought Zenimax. Man. Yeah. Um, I mean, for anybody who doesn't know the entire portfolio of what that entails, I mean, it's not just Bethesda Bethesda Softworks. It's also id Software, so Doom. It's also Arcane, Prey, uh, Dishonored. The recent death loop. Yeah, I mean, it's, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Exactly. I yeah. mean, who knows? And who? Yeah. Um, I was listening to Colin's last stand recently, and uh, he was pointing out. I feel like the most convincing argument for the fact that we really shouldn't worry about this that I've heard from the from the gaming media recently. Uh, he was basically just saying that it does not seem like it's in their best interest to not publish on PS5 right. and Sony platforms. So yeah, I kind of I think I, I side with him on the matter. It seems weird that we like. I don't think it makes sense to not give us give place to us to give PlayStation also Elder Scrolls. Fallout, well, I mean, they gave you know. Xbox that shit when it like it went on both before, right? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, totally, totally. Not... Well, they have the ability now to to be exclusive. Yeah, right, they want right, to, right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, for money reasons, like Colin was saying, also, they have to make back their, whatever, 7.2 7. 7. billion. billion. I can't remember dollars. how much it was exactly, but yeah, something that, around there. Yeah, they do have to make that money back. So that's a lot of money. It can't just be on Game Pass. Like, they have to actually, well, they don't have to, but it'd be nice to sell copies also, right? That it was initially yeah. making me a little scared for, for, for my... For future pro- games, yeah. Yeah, scared, too, because I was assuming I was going to get a PS5, and now, with this news, I was kind of like... Do I actually need to think about what's going to be on what console before I buy one? You know, and like so briefly made me a little concerned about that, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think it's okay. I mean, then there's also the fact that Demon Souls is only on PS5, so still got to go PS. There's a reason they get that, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. if there is going to be from software exclusives, they'll be on PS5, yeah. not on Xbox. Okay, so yeah. um, those are yeah, those are the the most important games for me to play. I'd say so. All right, makes it makes it pretty easy. Yeah, we've got some stuff. I know you're very concerned about hard drive sizes. Mm-hmm. So there's that uh, PS5 information that came out revealing uh, file sizes for Miles Morales, Spider-Man Miles Morales, and Demon Souls remake. So those are clocking in at uh, 50 gigabytes for Spider-Man Miles Morales. The Ultimate Launch Edition is 105, uh, but that includes the game and the full 2018 game. Oh, okay. Right? So if you buy that one, it's, it's actually kind of two games in one. Right. But it's 105. Um, and the Demon Souls remake is clocking at 66 gigabytes. So both of those together, two AAA games, is 166. Hard drive size is 825. Okay. So just to give you an idea, I feel like 8, 825 divided by around 80... You're looking at like 10, 10 games. Like okay. 10 AAA games on the base hard drive size. I'm sure there's going to be much larger games. We have to talk about the average. The right? average, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, the average is going to clock in around 80, probably. Yeah, probably. I mean, the average is less than 80 on probably. PS4. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like 50, 60. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, whatever. All, all to say, it looks like you could probably fit around 8 to 10 AAA games on your console at base, which okay. I feel like is fine. I don't know. What do you think about that? I think that's fine. I mean, if you can still, if you can attach a hard drive, then... Uh... I mean, also, you know, 825 gigs for a solid-state hard drive is pretty big. Uh, they're definitely a lot more expensive than um, regular hard drives. Oh, okay. So that's already a pretty, you know, I, I feel like they're giving a pretty good-sized hard drive. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, just to give an idea of file sizes. To me, that seems fine. Yeah, it seems normal. I'm like, but I, I mean, I, I also, I'm constantly rotating out games on my, uh, so, you know, I'm not that I have so many games that. on here that I don't play that I just, like, yeah. I delete, I re-download yeah. something else that I yeah. try once, I leave it on for six months, I delete it, you know. It's... I feel like even four or five AAA games, you don't really need that many more than that Not installed at, at any given time. You don't right? really need more like, than two, I think. Exactly. I mean, like, I mean like, that you're actually playing. You know, nah, it's like, and for a person like me also, it's always like, okay, that's three or four AAA games, and then like maybe 30 indie games. Exactly. Which is fine. Exactly. Because you know? I mostly have those anyways. Yeah, well, and I mean... just a few flagship titles. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. Me, I um, have a lot of large games, but uh, yeah, but true. I do have a fair chunk of little ones now. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> well, like the Surge, <laughs> Forest, Forest, the yeah. Surge. Yeah. Uh, Generation Zero wasn't that small. It was like forty uh, gigs, I think. Twenty maybe. Yeah. Uh, for some I reason, I was thinking forty-two, but twenty. You sounds might be right. right. No. No, you just click on. Oh, that's how you 42. check. Forty-two. Oh, see, I go to the icon, press start, information. That's how I do it every time. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize you could just go down. <laughs> yeah, no, I just the, look at the actual yeah, game yeah, and nice. then go down on it. And well, it tells 42. It's settled. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, in no, in no particular order, uh, number two, we have Bright Memory aiming for Xbox Series X launch date uh, release. Right. So that's that crazy... Yeah, now Bright Memory, we found it after... That's by, I believe, FQYID. Yeah, the Chinese, the Chinese one, right? The, Am I going to get that The solo right? guy? It's Zeng... 
FYQD Zhang Cheng. Uh, is, yeah, so Bright Memory is actually a one-man developer, seems like, which is nuts. Yeah. Because it looks like a pretty slick, crazy, fast-paced first-person Yeah, it doesn't know, look like something game. one person would do. It gave me a bit of, like, half Call of Duty DNA mixed with Shadow Warrior vibes a bit. Okay. Like, I mean, just because you have this, this sort of, like, weird up-close katana stuff... And occasional like pull like scorpion style pull powers, yeah, mixed yeah. with like basic gunplay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a first person shooter. It looks interesting. Yeah. So yeah, that's supposed to be for Xbox Series S launch day. We'll okay. see. We'll I see. think it's also coming to PS5. I don't know if it's coming to PS4, right? but he's certainly he's targeting Xbox Series S and PS5. Okay, that's that's the idea. So that looks pretty neat. We've also got number two. Left 4 Dead 2's Last Stand update, released just September 24th, a few days ago. First major DLC in eight years. No idea why this is coming out now. No clue. I don't think anybody does. <laughs> why not? Um, uh, why not? I don't. They, yeah, if we watched the trailer. Something weird at the end about, like, made by the community for the community. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe implying that... I didn't research this very much, but maybe implying that it's um, a collaboration by fans? I don't, it's, I don't it, know. Well, I mean, like, I know Skyrim, like... Fans have done some crazy shit. With yeah. It. I, well, yeah, most games actually, most, most big games. games. I mean, but I mean, for an actual console DLC to come out, yeah, made that, sort of collaborated by fans. I don't know. That's, I don't know. Kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Uh, but anyways, I mean, you know, if anyone still has Left 4 Dead around or still plays regularly, I mean, it looks pretty good. You know, it's all right. It's adding a bunch of shit, yeah. like new weapons, new voice actor lines, new animations. I think they said. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah looks uh, pretty cool. So be interesting. Know, if anyone still has Left 4 Dead uh, installed, then that's that's something you can do. Uh, moving right along, number three, uh, Ghost Runner Switch game gameplay uh, comes out from TGS 2020. So this is set for releasing October 27th on I think it's everything. Uh, I could be mistaken, but I I mostly I I specifically jotted down that it's for Switch. It's Switch gameplay just because I I was kind of impressed to see it on Switch. On Switch, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, it looks exactly the same as the PS4 version, as far as I could tell. Yeah, that's to me. Uh, I don't know anything. Yeah, I mean, this this game is weird. Like, I what do you? I don't really know what to make of it. Not for me. Um, definitely not for me. It looks cool, but um, like Ninja Gaiden, but in first person. Kind of? I like Shadow Warrior. Shadow Warrior. True. True. Um, true. Yeah, looks like Shadow Warrior to me. Um, yeah. Never got into it. Shadow Warrior? Shadow Warrior? Yeah. I, I kind of really loved that game, actually. It looked so... I played a lot of it. It yeah. looked so cool. Um, and I bought it, and I uh, tried it out, and I just never got into it. Duke Nukem Makers, right? Oh, I don't know. It's entirely possible. Because it, it has that Duke Nukem charm, right? 3D Realms. Yeah, this is the Duke Nukem, guys. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's the Duke Nukem team after Duke Nukem. Yeah, it sort of looks like that to me. I mean, yeah. it could be fun. I, yeah. Again, I'm not big on first person. Yeah. I also thought a little bit, um, maybe vibes of Titanfall 2 without the mechs. Okay, yeah. You know how Titanfall yeah. 2 had all that like wall jumping yeah. shit and stuff? Yeah. Like a lot of physics based? Yeah. yeah, I just just got that recently and tried it out. Uh, oh, yeah? I think it was What'd a PS think? Plus game, eh? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah. yeah, I paid for it a long time ago. It was but... neat, but um, I didn't get into it. No? Uh, no. Did you get far enough to try the mech stuff at least? Yeah. Cool though, right? The very, mech stuff? Very cool. Yeah. But I, again, I, I think I tried it out and then put it down for a week or two yeah. and then tried it out again and was like, oh, wait a minute. What, how do I do this? How do I? Yeah. And I just kind of <laughs> yeah. said, fuck it. I... Yeah. That's one of those games, for some reason, Titanfall 2, I always come back to in my, in my mind as like, oh, I should go back and try that mech stuff again. That was really fun. Hmm. And I never do. But I always think about it. There's... I don't know. 
Is there a um, multiplayer version of it? It was... Well, Titanfall 1 was only multiplayer. Oh, uh, okay. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. 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 And uh, then Titanfall 2 added a single-player campaign. Right. Which is why I got in. So, also presumably had a really rich multiplayer I thing. I would imagine. I just yeah. don't... I, I don't... At you that point in time, I wasn't playing any multiplayer. Okay. Yeah. So, that's Ghost Runner. It yeah. looks like. It does. It's impressive that it's on Switch. Yep. Yeah. Moving right along. Number five... Yeah, September 17th, Nintendo Direct Mini Impressions. So there's not that much to talk I mean, this is, again, it's going to be mostly my, my section, I guess. Yeah. Not that much to talk about. Some indie stuff. Uh, Ori in the Blind Forest is coming to Switch. It, was la- it launched like a few days ago. That's, um, I don't know much about that game, but it's a, I think it's a semi-indie sort of Metroidvania thing. Very pretty. Okay. Very like sort of like fairy tale-like. And uh, people seem to really like it. It's it's reviewed really highly. Uh, I'm not really interested, but okay. uh, it's supposed to be excellent. So that was a, a, a fairly big part of that uh, direct. And then the AAA sphere, um, yeah, basically new Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter Rise right. for Switch, uh, and Monster Hunter Stories Two, which is the the RPG spinoff of Monster right. Hunter I that I couldn't care less about. No. Um, I I think having an RPG set in the Monster Hunter universe is just a terrible idea. And I don't really understand why anyone would want to do that. But uh, I mean, maybe if you want to make it turn-based or something. Uh, I don't know. If you want to have a turn-based just, monster hunt, I, I honestly don't know. It's just such a like weird kind of generic fantasy world. I don't know. Like mm. Maybe I'm just done with JRPGs, and it's partly that. Yeah, well. You know? And I mean, Monster Hunter kind of is a JRPG in oh, some it is. ways. It, 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 well, it's just the fact that it's so action-based. that like Those fucking cats and shit. And the, uh, yeah, the animation the, the is... Pa- Palicos? Yeah. yeah. It's very... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which I mean, was a huge turnoff for me, which is why I avoided yeah, it for the longest surprised, time. I'm kind of surprised that you tried it. Yeah. I only tried it because you told me to. You, yeah. you talked it up, but you so had much. already bought it when I. You had got it for some reason. Somebody had talked to me about it. Then yeah, and been yeah. like, "Oh, you got to fucking try this. It's yeah. amazing." And I was like, "Ah, it's too uh, cartoony and uh, yeah. anime-ish, and it's, just it's that. pretty anime." <laughs> I'm like, "It's not for me." The monsters very look Japanese. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. The, the monsters are awesome. The monsters that's looked true. amazing, and like the graphics looked good, but it was just the the fucking characters and stuff and the cooking animation with that like it yeah. was so so, so Japanese. Japanese not that yeah. there's anything wrong with that <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I mean I think you know about this new one I sort of I sort of feel like I I, I think I just didn't need a new Monster Hunter no well after, I mean after they, Worlds I mean Worlds was, worlds really was cool. impressive it's uh, really really impressive I mean, uh, yeah I, I, I don't understand why they didn't try and port Worlds to Switch yeah, that's kind of silly. To me. And maybe try and get the... I mean, it wouldn't be the first time, but maybe try and get the uh, the ecosystems of PlayStation and uh, Nintendo to cooperate. Yeah. Right? And, and try and get everyone in the same uh, in the same uh, servers and world and whatever. Yeah, right. Uh, that's happened before. That's, this would not be the first time. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm blanking on uh, <laughs> actual... Well, no, dude, there, there's, at least, there's at least one or two big examples, I think, of cross-play between... Either Xbox and yeah, maybe never Nintendo. No, well, that's what I'm saying. But there has been cross battle, anyways. Uh, Xbox and PlayStation it, definitely, I, uh, yeah, for sure. P- yeah, PlayStation and PC, PC and Xbox definitely. Yeah. But I can't imagine. Maybe never Nintendo to others. Nintendo to others. I guess Fortnite does it. Does Fortnite go on Nintendo too? Yeah, it's on Nintendo. Oh, okay. I assume they must be on the same servers with everybody else. I don't. Know. Maybe they're not. <laughs> I, I don't know. But to me, Nintendo always seemed like it. its own thing. You know? Like, no, you're right. Um, you're right. It, it didn't seem yeah. like it was. They do have a fairly sort of in their bubble kind of. Yeah. You know, they don't play well with others. It doesn't seem like yeah. it. Anyways, so yeah, that's basically that's more or less 
the big thing was a Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, stories, I feel like some people are interested in, but not that many. Hmm. Um, you have to be a big fan of the franchise, right? Like, uh, yeah, you have to be like a super fanboy. And also really liking JRPGs. Yeah. But like old school JRPGs, like Final Fantasy and stuff, right? Right, like, yeah. So that brings us to Amnesia Rebirth announcement trailer. Um, this is not really too much in either of our wheelhouses. Um, I mean, I like horror games, but I, I like them when they have action. Yeah, um, yeah. Amnesia is one of those sort of run and hide games. I think. Yeah, kind of similar I, to like Outlast, maybe I feel, Alien Isolation. You know okay. that kind of stuff. I feel like it would be okay to watch somebody play. Oddly enough, It'd probably be really fun. To watch uh, oddly somebody. enough, be a great know, like, spectator sport. I mean, because I don't know. It's weird. I wouldn't feel like I'd want to watch a lot of games that don't have action in them. But if I'm running and stuff like that, I feel like yeah. even like Resident Evil, I feel like the like last seven? one, yeah, yeah, would have been like a fucking movie, um, yeah. to just watch. Yeah, and you know, I well, think, did I tell you the story about my girlfriend watching me one time? Yeah, I think you did. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, she was, yes, ran and hid in the closet. She, yeah, she she sh- she shrieked at the top of her lungs. Got up, ran into the kitchen, got in the closet, closed the door. Yeah, that's... and the pantry is like you know, it's like three feet by two feet. It's like a really, really tiny pantry. Okay. It's okay. really funny. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, it might be a nice, uh, a nice something to watch somebody sport. do. You know, like yeah. um, Senua. I feel like Hellblade. Uh, yeah, I feel like that would have been yeah. nice to watch as well. Um, yeah, I think you're probably right. I played uh, my the only good um, Lovecraft game I've ever played. Xbox. Was maybe original Xbox? Jesus, it's a long time ago. Hmm. Uh, Dark Corners of the Earth, uh, really random. Don't Most know. people never heard about it. It yeah, actually reviewed pretty well, but Ooh, it was it did not sell well. Yeah, first person like Cthulhu sort of horror thing. Right. Did, did with you, occasional action. Did you play the something Cthulhu, Call of Cthulhu? No, I thought about it for a long time. It was fairly yeah. recent. It doesn't right? have action. No. Uh, yeah, you never get a gun in it. And that's the problem. Yeah. Corner, corners of the Earth looked exactly the same as the recent Cthulhu. It just had some action. Okay. You know, well. every now and then you would have to fight like weird ass sea creatures or something. Cool. That was I was 100 percent in because yeah, of that. You know? For sure. But, but that was a good spectator sport, also. Yeah. My 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 roommate uh, at the time he was really enjoying yeah. watching all the Dark Corners of the Earth. Yeah. There's certain games that really I I would I like to watch somebody else play. You know. Yeah. Not for sure. Not too many, but certain games I really I can get into, you know, like yeah. uh, and just enjoy. I yeah. actually I almost like... would prefer to watch than play. Yeah, would maybe uh, Last of Us have been a good one? Yeah, I, don't, I think so, definitely, right? definitely. Yeah, yeah. Last I feel of like Us that really, yeah, yeah, that would have worked because it's a great story. Yeah, um, totally. You know, and totally. like I don't know, I think it would have been a very good one to uh, to watch the playthrough. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, Amnesia. So basically, just saying that that comes out um, very soon, October twentieth. Yeah. I know there are, you know, there's big fans of the, like, this is the second Amnesia game, I think. Okay, yeah. Dark Descent is the first one, if I'm not mistaken. I can't really I remember. I remember seeing an Amnesia before. Yeah, my buddy Definitely. Fred is a huge fan of Amnesia. He was trying to, he was really trying hard to convince me to play it, but mm. I just, I, I do think they look good. It, it just, not they, they need to have some action. Yeah, yeah I understand. Yeah. Also, Destiny 2 Europa trailer released. Um, right. I played with my brother, Destiny, for the first time the other night uh, in a while. And yeah, played, played with Jake a little bit, and it got me thinking about the new expansion. I'm warming up to the idea. I forgot how much new stuff is going to be in it. Like, it's not just an entirely new subclass for everybody, which gives you a, a whole new suite of unique abilities that right. the game's never seen before. Um, but it's also, yeah, they're tightening the screws on everything. They're removing a lot of old content. 
so they're sort of funneling things a little bit closer together. Okay. Like compacting. Mm-hmm. You know, like like for example, the PDP in the game, it's going from it's a little ludicrous at the moment. There's like nine lobbies you can pick of like game styles. Okay. You know, and it's like so the whole community of Destiny PDP is fractured amongst these like nine, I don't know, nine oops. to ten different lobbies of hmm. it's a little weird and unnecessary and there's too many of them. Yeah. It's like maybe just have like three. <laughs> you know, like I don't I don't know. That's one of the things they're tightening. Like they're removing a bunch of those. Not enough, I would say, but they're removing some Couple, at yeah. least. Uh, they're they're removing three uh, locations in the game, like three entire worlds that you could go to. Oh, are being vaulted, quote unquote. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, they're going into the content vault, and they will maybe come out later at some point in time. But uh, yeah, and they're adding two whole new zones that we've never seen before. So they're taking away from the existing game. Yeah, and the stuff that they're adding is only available if you purchase it. In the past, I would have said that's true, but in the past, they didn't remove stuff. Mm-hmm. So now that they are removing stuff, it makes me believe that they will maybe have to give you access to the new stuff, even if you don't have the... I fucking hope so. Because uh, that's... I can't really see how they wouldn't. That's heading down a super, super dark path. Well, the population of Destiny is already, I mean, it's been dropping for a long time. Mm-hmm. The game's quite old. I don't think they can afford to lose player base, right? Like... So what I would assume is going to happen is that people will be able to go to the new places and just mostly not do the stuff there. Okay. Right? If that makes sense. Like if you don't have the, if you haven't paid for the thing, you, you can probably do the boss or something. But you can. Yeah, still you can probably go the there and like mess around a little bit, but you won't be able to do most of the hardcore stuff there. Okay. You know what I mean? I would I don't assume. Know. I, I just it sounds I don't know. very sketchy to me in terms of adding new stuff and Maybe. taking out old stuff. Yeah. But I, again, I hadn't thought about the angle of uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, maybe, that would, maybe they don't care at this point in time. Well, maybe that's their intent. You know, that's the how they're gonna really push it. You know, like uh, yeah. we want people to buy this, so we're taking away from the free game, and we're well, the free game was free. Well, that's the thing, yeah, right, yeah. Because now there is no paid eighty dollars base game. No, it was so, free. So this is the paid eighty dollars base game. Yeah, so it kind of makes sense. It's also not $80, it's like 60 I think. Or... Right, but if you spent $60 on, you know, the last DLC or whatever. Um, yeah. And, well, that was part of it. I mean, if you paid the top dollar for the game at, at launch, you know? Like, yeah, uh, I did, but it's that was a long time ago. Yeah, for sure. Launched and you got your time ago. out of it, right? It's also like, a different game now, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. It's just curious. And, yeah, that's a, that's a really good point about can will people who had the free thing not be able to access those areas? I'd never thought about that. I mean, it'd be kind of yeah. cheeky on their part, you know, and uh, scumbagish, but uh, couldn't really. Why is how is it scumbagish? Well, just again, if you're taking away from the already existing game and making part, it, it, again, I suppose if you just keep doing that. But the game that, is. But that's also okay. Fine, but the game suffers a lot from bloat too. Okay. Like, it's bad that it's this big. Okay. Well, I mean, I think it is. Okay, yeah, I guess yeah. it's arguable, but I think it's really no, suffers that's, from the... That's a point. That's a valid point that, like, I, I, yeah. I don't know. But... I mean, so I kind of feel like so they're removing three locations, at least one of which was basically a dead zone. Like, nobody wanted to go there. Okay. And nobody yeah. ever goes there. And then another one was, like, a half dead zone. One of them was one that people really like, and I'm even a bit sad about it. Okay. Um, but... They're removing three locations, and then I think that would leave of the original locations. I'd really have to look, but let's say there'll be like four, mm-hmm. four left. Maybe it's a good thing to funnel the remaining players who don't buy the new thing into, into this world. four, rather than having them spread out among seven, because yeah. there's not going to be that many of them anyways. Okay. So if they funnel them into four, then it'll increase the chances of people like you know just having other people around. 
I guess. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. It, it just seems know. like it could be a. It could lead to some pretty fucking shitty behavior in terms of just again. Maybe only yeah. like it, you can only play the new stuff. Not now, but yeah. the more they do it, yeah. and the less accept- it's like. Well, so fuck you mean you like for the next time game. they remove two places, and then they make, and then they make. Well, then presumably they'd make Europa and Cosmodrome free, which are the two Who new knows? places. No, right? I'm just saying, if they didn't, right. and they kept going that way, yeah, it I would see be what like, you mean. wait a minute, yeah, you know, no, like, they'll for sure make the the ones that are now new free. You'd think, yeah, I think, I would yeah. hope, yeah, yeah, good point, good point. Uh, so, anyways, to come back to the Europa trailer, it's just the trailer for the new zone. Show some story shit. Show some Europa stuff. I'm not that excited about Europa. I'm m- more, much more excited about Cosmodrome, which is the other right. location. That's like an old Earth, old Russia location. Okay. Uh, we've seen that from Destiny 1. I think that place looks dope. I don't really care particularly about Europa, but right. I do care about the expansion at large. Right. That comes out, I don't think it's being delayed anymore, uh, and that's November 10th. Okay, yeah, nice. So another thing is that, uh, yeah, the Beyond Light, which is what Destiny is going to be called when that update goes is actually supposed to reduce file sizes by about 30 to 40%. So yeah, the game will actually be getting smaller, which is cool. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah so yeah. maybe, maybe load times might be a bit... Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> They've been a fucking mess. Oh, They've been a fucking mess for like years. I played for like five minutes and like, yeah, oh, I noticed. Bad, I fucking noticed. Apparently they got a lot worse. Oh, um, really? I haven't noticed because it's so gradual. <laughs> I think they've been down a bad path of load times for like a long time now. Okay. You know? Hmm. Yeah, they're not doing so hot with their load times. No. It's free. What are you planning um, for? Uh, I mostly noticed, no, noted this down because I really liked Thomas Was Alone. Uh, right. But yeah, Thomas Was Alone creator Mike Bithell announces Solitaire Game with Story Campaign. Release, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Releases October 6th on Steam. My mistake. I thought it was iPhone. It's Steam. I think, you know what? I think you mentioned something about it I being probably. perfect for a cell yeah. phone size. Yeah. Screen. Why is it not on cell phones? I don't it know. It should be on cell phones. <laughs> Absolutely. It looks perfect. <laughs> it looks well, really it's perfect. Because Solitaire's already on cell phones. <laughs> yeah, but it I'm sucks. It's fucking I'm regular Solitaire. It's boring yeah. as hell. <laughs> I wouldn't know. There's a limit to how much fun you can have with a deck of cards by yourself. <laughs> you know? I always just throw them. <laughs> 52 pickup. Okay. Uh, new game by Mike Bethel, Solitaire Conspiracy, just on Steam. Uh, we wish it was on iPhone, but it's not. Uh, October 6th. He has, uh, every single game he's made so far has also come to PlayStation. Okay. So I think it's probably going to be one of those situations where it's like he'll probably just point it to PlayStation eventually. It looks weird. Yeah, I mean, it's... Thomas Was Alone was a really cool puzzle platformer. Uh, This is a strange, solitaire game with story. I don't quite get how there's story. There's pictures on the cards. It's weird. Um, I don't, yeah. But I don't really understand the story part. Maybe it's kind of like, you know, you familiar with that Nintendo game? I think it's Casino Kid. There was a casino role-playing game on Nintendo. You inhabited this character, and I think he would get better. He had some mild stats, and you would wander around, sort of like, it looked like Final Fantasy. You were moving your character around casinos, and you were finding different tables of guys to play against. No. And the role-playing game was you you were trying to, like, sort of win the casino. Like, you were trying to beat the most impressive guy in the casino. Okay, no, it doesn't ring a bell. And the NPCs, like the guys you would play against, or like NPCs, and they would have personalities. They would each have their own unique like tells and bluffs and stuff. Okay, okay. It looked like a kind of an interesting game. Hmm. Like, like Yeah, like yeah. casino RPG. That's kind of weird. But it's yeah. weird, yeah. But it makes me think, this is what uh, Solidaire Conspiracy makes me think okay. of. Okay, okay. Like maybe the story development is just from the characters you're playing against. Uh, I see. Although it's allegedly Solitaire, so Well, and again, the pictures work? on the cards... You saw that, right? I don't know. It's fucking weird, man. Yeah. It's a it. really strange trailer. Yeah. yeah. I don't get it either. There's time crunch um, and I don't know. I mean, listen, he's talented. 
I don't know. <laughs> we'll could see. be interesting. Could be interesting. Yeah. And then uh, biggest news for last. Well, biggest news for it's the least concrete yet. Yeah. Right. Most uh, pleasing to me, I guess. News. Uh, Resident Evil Village. More information from TGS. Uh, Tokyo Game Show 2020. Not very much said, uh, but pretty much just the devs talking about the game in general, uh, saying that. I, I don't think there's any footage. There's like a you can watch the like super long discussion uh, okay, yeah. if anyone's curious, but uh, I don't I don't know if I'd recommend it. But yeah. basically, the you know the synopsis is they're saying that it's a lot more exploration based than uh, seven. Okay, okay. which uh, I think sounds great. I don't I don't know. I thought seven was exploration based. So when they say that it's a lot more exploration based, it makes me think of like okay, cool. Is it like a giant place you're exploring? Like. Hmm. Or so, like a huge town where you can like talk to different people and stuff. I don't know. You I'm know? Just like, curious. Anyway, it's I'm really curious. I'm interested. Yeah, yeah. same here. Um, so basically, I was just like, great, more exploration. Mm-hmm. That sounds amazing. I mean, I'm I'm it's not going to stop you from playing it. I'm more sure. in, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm like zero point seven six percent more in. Okay. okay. Um, and uh, then also, yeah, here's a quote from uh, producer Siyoshi Kanda uh, explains during TGS showcase that. Quote unquote, while Resident Evil Village is being developed specifically for next generation consoles and PC, we're looking into delivering the experience on PS4 and Xbox One as well. Uh, we're looking into it, but can't make any promises. However, we will do our best in creating a top tier survival horror experience on current generation consoles. There, maybe there's going to be a PS4. <laughs> you know. Yeah, possible. It sounds like, I mean, I don't think that anybody ever says stuff like that without making it come true, but. Who knows, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they would have said anything if they weren't uh, if they weren't going to do it. I think they I just don't know. would have been totally radio silent on like, no, it's a PS5 game. What are you talking about? I don't know. I completely like uh, maybe you were just trying to shut somebody up, you know? And, maybe uh, you yeah. just came up with this brilliant <laughs> uh, this this brilliant statement saying it very seemed little. We- it to seemed nothing. weird to me <laughs> initially that it was only going to be on PS5 and uh, and Xbox Series X. Did it? Yeah. It, it didn't seem to me. to me. No? No. But it does take away a lot of potential buyers, right? Like a it lot does. of yeah. people have a PS4. Yeah. A lot more people have a PS4 than will have a PS5 at launch. Although I can't remember when Village is supposed to actually come out. It's like, do you ever want to cut out the the previous generation? I mean, if you're actually a software developer... Like you're like you're not in the business of selling hardware. There is really no reason if you can do it. There's no reason not to release on every platform. Right. I mean, you just you just maximize sales, right? Like mm-hmm. you're just like yeah, you're in theory throwing away money if some people can't buy the game that want to. Well, that's it, you, you know? know. And you do yeah. have a lot of people who will have a PS4, and you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm really. I mean, thank God that I don't feel like I need a PS5 or Xbox Series S like now mm. because. The market on trying to pre-order these things, both right now and in any console release, it's like it's always so sort of gross. Oh, I don't. <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't. I don't yeah, wait like in lines for things. The scramble uh, to get stuff. I'm, I'm sorry, like know, I'm not like, going to sleep uh, outside a store to get the first copy of that. Fuck no. And um, and now and these days it's completely online, right? So yeah. it's like the equivalent of that now is like sitting there with like four pages of like like the Walmart page, the Amazon page. <laughs> Maybe the Sony page all open at the same time and like refreshing constantly, like an account open on each of them, trying to get the first P- like the first pre-order that lands. Yeah, no, no, and no. Yeah, that's a big yeah. fat no. Yeah, um, I'm just not that interested. But I mean, some people Neither are. Am I. So I was. I mean, I saw this information from TGS about uh, maybe PS4 Village, and uh, it made me think. I guess I can really just wait to buy the console then. Yeah. 
But then I saw the Demon Souls remake pre-order bonuses. Mm. And that kind of... Yeah. I'm a little bit grossed out by the fact that that's sort of like... It's Gonna, persuading me a bit. Well, at least there's something that's. Appealing, I think shame. You know? Shame is the shame the is right the word. word. Yeah, shame yeah. is the word. But, uh, <laughs> it's like a super. It's like a super sexy list of new armors and like weapons, <laughs> just just in the pre-order, and I'm just like, oh my god, I think I, 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 I maybe need I don't to know. get that. I don't think I've ever done it. Uh, bought a completed or the whatever edition of pre-order? a game that comes with. Yeah, it's the not pre- the like deluxe thing. It's no, just no, the no. Pre-order. Well, I mean, because it hasn't come out yet, right? So the first version is always just the. Base? Well, no, I guess I guess that they still call it the deluxe. Red Dead had no, it. No, it's just the just the it's just the game. Or the gold edition. No, there's a gold, there's always a gold edition, but that's something else. Okay, well, that's like they add in the season and stuff. Yeah, no, 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 know? no. I'm talking about at release. Like uh, I remember, my buddy got Red Dead the whatever yeah. edition, paid 125 dollars for it. Yeah. Okay, and all that meant is you get you know whatever fucking outfits. Yeah. Maybe uh, this gun in inventory. Maybe you get some money. I don't know what it came with. Yeah. But pretty much fucking nothing. Yeah. And I paid, you know, $79 for the game yeah. and just bought all that shit in the game. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, whatever. But, yeah, well... Uh, same thing with Days... Uh, not Daisy, um, Days Gone. Uh, he bought the complete edition as well, deluxe edition, gold edition, whatever yeah. the fuck. It came with a special crossbow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I like, don't fucking get this shit either, man. But I, for like, a difference of 50... Fifty dollars. It's like it's <laughs> yeah. huge. Yeah, it's <laughs> I mean, a really big difference. And like, yeah, maybe you'll get a skin or uh, a, a who knows what they come with. Yeah, but just to be clear here, though, I just mean the regular pre-order. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, but yeah. okay, so the the still seventy-nine dollar version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, pre-order. check out this list of stuff. Like, okay, we've got a bunch of uh, some nonsense. I'm not even going to read. But although you do get the oh, the OST, which okay. is I've actually I've purchased separately both the Dark Souls. Soundtrack and the Bloodborne soundtrack and the Bloodborne DLC soundtrack, you know, like from Sony, like on the iTunes store. Right, right, right. right. And they're fucking amazing. So coming with that is um, nice. That's right? kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like I I don't want to listen to that on my console, but I'm still I think it's neat that they would put that in. Yeah. Um, but again, it's mostly for yeah. There's just okay. Here's the list of armors: Red Eye Knight armor, Bulletarian Royalty armor, Ritual Blade. Some of these names actually sort of mean something to me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ritual Blade, Hoplite Shield. Yeah, like Boletarian royalty armor. Like, I remember the Knight of Astora, or the Knight that is like, your friend throughout the most of the beginning part of the game. He's a, he's a Knight of Boletaria. Like, okay. that's his, like, his, like, uh, dynasty or what. I, I don't know. Ring of Longevity. I guess that's really it. Sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Although, I, they'll probably just be available in the game. Oh, on top of that, a Reaper Scythe weapon, too. Okay. That's kind well, of exciting, too. Well, hey. That was never in the game before that, either. From software nerdiness here, it's oh, really, hey. you know... Gotta get excited about these something. These are fucking meaningless. I mean, I'll say that, yeah. you know. Well, I'm looking at this, you know, like, uh, here's the price differences, you know. Standard Edition 79, Gold 133, Ultimate 159. Yeah. But, but these th- come with the Season Pass, too. The Season yeah. Pass just isn't out yet. And look, it does look like new missions as well, like right. uh, Legend of Beowulf, uh, Ultimate Pack, whatever the fuck that means. But three themed content packs, <laughs> you know, like a hundred and sixty dollars. That's the two 80. fucking games. It's two double, fucking games. Double the price. Yeah. For the, and it's just like. By the way, we're looking at Assassin's Creed Valhalla Standard versus Gold versus Ultimate Edition. Yeah. But this is what I'm talking about. They all. No, have, I hear you. I hear you. They all have these. Versions, I never buy this shit. You know, yeah. like, uh, and I've. Right, it's all bullshit. Yeah. Well, it's the. It's the equivalent of like selling socks right before the cash at Walmart. Yeah, but you know? some of them actually come with 
I think it's actually Conan. Like, uh, the gold or deluxe or complete edition. It comes with all the fucking season one, season two DLCs, sure. which are 13 bucks a piece. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. there actually is yeah, something no, I mean, to it. If you know what you're getting, yeah, and you understand, then you can make those judgment calls. But, on a but nobody ever knows on a exactly. Yeah, you have like, no idea. I mean, at least I guess with Demon Souls, we can say you, have you know I have played Demon Souls. Yeah, yeah. So, so you have an idea of what these things are. Yeah, and uh, yeah. and you want them. So yeah, that's fine. I know what they mean. But, but they mean also, nonsensical cosmetic items that look amazing. But it's a pre-order as opposed to the gold or ultimate totally, edition. Totally. So it's still the same price. Exactly. It's just There's no at price a different difference. Time. Yeah. And it's just like I know I'll buy it eventually. You, you are getting the game. So why not pre-order? No, right? No, no, like, no, no, no. There's a completely different. Yeah. I mean, uh, do I want some free bulletarian royalty armor and a ritual blade? Like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like, why are you not? Kidding me? I mean, again, ritual blade sounds kind of like it scales with faith, maybe. <laughs> And I love faith levels. Oh, well, it's a so. matter of time until you get it, so it makes sense <laughs> to pre-order it. Yeah. If you're going to get something else for it. Yeah. But, yeah. but um, like we were saying earlier, I don't know if I can pre-order <laughs> something without having a PS5. Right. Yeah. I wish I could just to get the bonuses. Send Sony an email. Uh, I just may. <laughs> They'll definitely not respond. No. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly wouldn't if I was them. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I guess it's kind of all we have. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Uh, oh well, there was that uh, Rockstar uh, North CEO. Oh yeah, um, but I mean funny. that's just a something to keep an eye on. Yeah, I did also jot down that um, there was a CD Projekt Red live stream that was I think this was reported on IGN, uh, where the developers were talking about the development of the game, and they were saying how uh, the game the the main story content is going to be much smaller than in The Witcher. Okay. Because um, they were saying that, uh, which will probably have fans upset, but I think is amazing because I think these games are, are, are like heinously bloated to begin with, and the smaller they can be, the more likely I'm gonna, I am to play them, you know, okay. because uh, yeah, I really don't like games that are too big. Hmm. Um, but um, yeah, so they just they said that uh, it's gonna be a lot smaller. Uh, um, the story campaign. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Yeah, right. yeah. Not necessarily the other stuff. Like maybe the side mission stuff is the right. same. I don't know. But um, yeah, apparently they, you know, they they have metrics on on how many people get through the story, like the actual right. main story of Witcher, and they're finding that like the vast majority of people are not hitting the end. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. So so they're they're just trying to learn from that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It really was a world that you uh, got into and could spend like stupid, stupid amounts of time. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, totally. Um, so I think that sounds great. Yeah. Uh, I think any size reductions are going to be probably really good because these games are just, for me, they're way too big. On the other podcast I was listening to, a guy was describing The Witcher as just kind of so incredibly overwhelming all the time. Like, you would try and go to one place to do one thing and then, like, 15 other question marks or things to do will pop up at the same time and how that's just sort of drives them insane. And I loved it. I absolutely. I mean, I, I I feel his complaints. Like I hate that stuff, man. It yeah, well, it's on you if you nuts. do it or not. You know, like uh, no, it's not though because it's psychological warfare to oh. fucking put fifteen blip new blips on you. That's not it's not totally not. It's like mental conditioning is what that is. Ah, uh, you it's just like, need some willpower. It's like a Pavlovian response. You go buy it. You you you're going. You're doing something. You fucking do it. Um, come back for the. But when you do mark. one thing and fifteen new things open up, you feel like you're not making any progress because. I've, it's it's like Sisyphus pushing the boulder up the mountain. Oh, no, 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 no. no. I, I didn't think The Witcher was too big at all. I did yeah, all I, the DLCs, and I played them, like, I played it to the max. Like, I did everything, you know? Like, uh, <laughs> sure, I, I guess. And, I mean, even, like, Ghost of Tsushima, too. Same well, thing. Not everybody it's has huge. 300 hours to spend on one game. I mean, well, I mean, that's the thing. If you want to spend six months on it, like, great. But if you don't, 
then yeah, play a smaller game. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I and you don't have to do everything. I just do. You know, like Assassin's Creed. I mean, that's uh, true in principle. But if something throws giant bleeping lights at you of doomy, 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 it's like it depends. I, I mean, I'm always, I'm always. That's why I love Generation Zero because it doesn't do that. Yeah, I'm always never. Goal, never I'm always goal oriented. So it's like if I'm going for a specific material, yes, yes. I I weigh the I weigh it. I'm like, okay, am I doing this or am I getting what I'm what I want done? Yeah, and it's yeah. like I want to upgrade something, so I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to come back and check this out. And yeah. I'm like, I've that's just how I play games. I guess like, um, yeah. I get overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get yeah. overwhelmed. Another reason why I like Dark Souls too is because they don't have any of that stuff. No, there's no maps. There's no, no. objective markers. There's yeah. no. There's one way it's to go, pretty much, want. and or well, yeah, there's actually there's often a few, there's, there's a often few multiple ways. ways yeah, 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 yeah. But the same, game just lets you decide. Same with the search. Like, there's multiple ways to get around, and often they do lead back to other places that you've been, and it's sort of like a circuit almost. Yeah. But it's still only one way to go in this direction. Like, I mean, yeah, you could go left, you could go right, but there's no like climbing, jumping off the edge. And climbing something, or like you know, yeah. going over here or whatever, you know, you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, one last thing, real quick. Uh, this interesting Grand Theft Auto news uh, news uh, headline: Former Rockstar North president and leader lead producer of Grand Theft Auto series three through five, Leslie Benzies has secured forty two million to develop his Grand Theft Auto competitor, whose name is Everywhere. Horrible. Yeah, it, it is a really bad name. I can only hope that that's a work in progress name, and maybe he's going to... I don't know. I mean, it, yeah, it doesn't... I don't know. I'm curious about it. I'm very curious about it. Yeah, I'm curious about it, too. I guess we won't get super into it, but basically there's bad blood. There's some bad blood between him and uh, the rest of Take-Two Interactive. Uh, he sued them back in 2016 for unpaid royalties. There appears to have been some nasty business that took place, and uh, he wasn't very happy. Yeah, so then he's, he's splitting off to do his own... His own everywhere, his own his own competitor, his own, his own GTA, his own GTA. Yeah, um, and I didn't know anything about this everywhere game. I, no, I had never heard of it until yeah, this I, article. I, I never heard of it either. I sort of I did some really brief investigation, and I got this other other article on Games Radar saying that, like you were pointing out earlier, uh, so it's not just him; it's also lead programmer Colin Entwistle and former audio director Matthew Smith also came with them. So some big names from the. The, the GTA development went with them. They have uh, at least 30 other employees already, uh, dozens of job listings. Yeah, they're making their GTA competitor. So yeah, here's a, a section heading, Everywhere lets you seamlessly go from single to multiplayer. And then we've got a quote from Benzies to Polygon. Um, I see a future where we don't reference single or multiplayer. We just choose when we play and if we want to hang out with others or, we, or if we want to be alone. Just like real life, sometimes I want to be with people, sometimes I don't, or sometimes I want them around but don't want to interact with them. We're making everywhere as seamless as possible so players won't have to think about jumping from one mode to another except when it helps the gameplay. Which... Sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. I have no yeah, idea what he, he means by that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. But I think it speaks to most people who play online games, at least. It's, just the general concept. It is just like, sounds cool. Yes, we also agree with that. We do not always want to interact with people. No. <laughs> Sometimes we want to be alone. So Sometimes we want to be around people. Yeah. The idea of seamless multiplayer sounds good. Sounds very so cool. So when whenever anyone says that, it's at least cause for uh, take notice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I still think that so far, the best seamless multiplayer I've ever seen is hands down the Souls games. Uh, well, I was just going to say, yeah. I've never seen it and uh, it's cool it's fucking cool and yeah, yeah. I can but I, I've heard you talk about it and uh, yeah I can only imagine like yeah. again 
Seamless multiplayer. Yeah, it never takes you out of the experience. You access it as much or as little as you like. Maybe he's taking this inspiration from the Souls series. I mean, they certainly handle it pretty well. You can turn it off yourself as a player in the Souls games, or you can turn it on as a player. You know, people can invade you at random times. You never go to a different screen. The guy just comes in and tries to kill you. Very cool. <laughs> you know, like, Very yeah. cool. It's pretty neat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna check the search too to see if I can do that. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, there's. You said there's something. Right? There is an online mode. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I. Uh, I mean, I can only hope it's like Dark Souls, just because that's kind of the best way to do it. it I think. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's better than like having a side arena mode or something, right? Yeah. Like, that's. Uh, that's also cool, but it's a little like when it takes you out of the main experience to go into some entirely different thing. It's mm-hmm. a little jarring. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I think that's all we got. Yeah. yeah well. Thanks for listening. Have a good week. Uh, actually, a couple of weeks. Have a good... Keep uh, the COVID have off. Have a good COVID. Yeah. Um, Keep you know, away from COVID. We, yeah, w- when we come back, we don't know. Hopefully sooner rather than later, but uh, we'll see. Infections uh, permitting. Yeah. Stay safe. <laughs> Stay safe. <laughs>